To have passion in life is everything. What's your Everest? Oh, is it yeah. that 200 inch box? They just look so impressive when they're wide. Especially running away. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Eastman's Elevated. It's like a think tank for outdoor activity. Sounds exactly like my hunting. Just always thinking about it, always trying to evolve it and make it better. Here's your host, Brian Barney. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, I got a brand new Eastman's Elevated for you. So this week on the podcast, I have on Steve Smith from TechNew. Um, I also have Ike Eastman sits in on the conversation. So it's the three of us, and we sit down and have this authentic conversation. It's really interesting, this TechNew product. So the TechNew is for poison oak and poison ivy. Um, it also gets sap out of your skin and out of your clothing. Uh, it, it also, Ike tells this funny story about uh, the, the skunk smell and getting that out of his wife's car. Uh, pretty funny, but uh, it's got a bunch of different uses. We also talk a little bit about the Tech New first aid gel. Um, the guys at the office had just fallen in love with this first aid gel. Uh, Brandon used it on a burn on his kid. I think we talk about that a little bit. And then also, it's really good for blisters. It heals those blisters and foot sores really quick. So it just be a great thing to have in your first aid kit when you head into the backcountry this fall. But um, great conversation. I enjoyed it. I know you guys will too. Um, Tech News is a sponsor for today's show. And, and yeah, they just have uh, great products. And the... The time to get tech new is before you have an issue. Once you get into that poison oak or that poison ivy and get it on your skin, you'd do anything to get it off. And also, Steve explains too how you can get it on your steering wheel or on your seat, and it can it can last, and you can have outbreaks throughout the year. So that tech new, it's just nice to have a bottle around where if you do get into that stuff, um, I've had it where my dog gets into it, and then I pet my dog, and I get that that oil on my skin. So it's just a, a good product to have around, and also that, that first aid gel that they're relaunching, um, great product for, for that kit in the backcountry. So uh, fun conversation with TechNew, and sure appreciate their support on the podcast. Um, over there at Eastman's, we're just all getting ready for our hunts this fall. We're all pretty excited. I uh, got some good tags going out. I'm uh, going to be doing some some good film work that I'm really excited to put down. I just had that um, elk episode from last year that just played, and um, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, to tell you the truth, my DVR did not pick it up and record it. And uh, by the time I I realized it, it, it was already off that week's show. All the replays are done. So it's going to replay again. I'm going to catch it. And uh, hopefully I had uh, the... The uh, film gal, I had her shoot me over the video so I can watch it. So I think I'll sit down tonight. I just got to get a free half an hour. I've been going crazy here trying to get things done with construction and, um, you know, the podcast and, and then just get everything taken care of here before I take off to Alaska hunting. So um, big hunting season plan. I'm super excited. Um, it, it's just always a little stressful trying to get all your stuff ready to go, but, um, my, my plane leaves the 31st, so it'll all be done by then or it won't, you know, one way or another I'm going hunting. So, um, just really looking forward to the season. I know you guys are too. Um, but let's get this podcast started. So it's me and Ike Eastman and we have Steve Smith from Tech New on Eastman's Elevated. Here we go. Okay, I'm live here. Um, I'm co-hosting today with Ike Eastman, and then I also have Steve Smith from uh, Tech Laboratories on today. Thanks, Steve, for being on. Yep. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Glad to be here, Brian. appreciate you putting this together. It's a 
I love being on your podcast and, and you do good work and, and I love the, what Steve's doing over there with all of the cool things that you guys are doing with itching. And uh, of course my girls love the, the first aid stuff that you guys have. So very cool. Yeah. So Steve, um, he's part of tech laboratories, which, um, has the product tech new and, uh, tech new has joined forces with us here on Eastman's elevated. Um, yeah, thanks for being on Steve. What a great product you guys have. Yeah, well, thank you so much. It's, uh, you know, I've been around the products actually since 1962, so I won't tell you how old I am, but um, interesting story behind it. Yeah, and working with Eastman, too. Love being around Ike. He always tells some pretty funny jokes, and uh, <laughs> we like it because he's always getting into trouble with uh, bugs and bites and scrapes and all those good kind of things. So he's one of our best guinea pigs. I, I have a new one for you. I'll share with you guys later on. Okay. You'll love this. <laughs> yeah, Ike is always a good time to hang out with, and it doesn't matter where you're at. You know, he's uh, so entertaining. So, yeah, likewise there. Um, but, yeah, Technu, uh, how'd you guys get your start? How'd you guys develop the product? So it's a it's an interesting story. So my dad was a new products director at Mead Johnson Pharmaceuticals back 50 years ago. And uh, during the Cuban Missile Crisis in the early 60s, there's a – we had a bomb shelter. In fact, it was a really big one. But in his new product development, he, he was a chemical engineer. He formulated a waterless hand cleaner that was actually back then called Technu, T-E-C-N-U. And, but he designed it to be stored in five-gallon buckets in our bomb shelter to be able to re- remove nuclear fallout dust uh, off of your skin. And I just remember thinking the other, one of the other products that he worked on was a product called Metrical and Nutriment, actually they're their first liquid diet drinks. And so we'd have these cases of uh, liquid diet drinks and five gallon buckets of Technu. And I just figured if somebody pushed the bomb, we'd be the cleanest, slimmest Armageddon survivors. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad we never had to use that stuff Uh, for that reason. Occasionally the the question comes up, but anyway, so it just turns out to be a great uh, hand cleaner, waterless hand cleaner. We moved from Indiana out to uh, Oregon to Corvallis, and um, my mom would pull poison oak out of the backyard to keep my little brother Vern uh, from toddling into it and would clean up with Technu uh, just to get the gardening dirt off, but also kind of intuitively to get the oil off of the skin. Started telling uh, the neighbors about it, and serendipitously, one of the neighbors called, Dad got the phone call, and uh, she was explaining that Evelyn was using uh, Technu to prevent poison oak. And Dad put one or two things together and said, well, let's uh, see if we can test it. Uh, we're right here at Oregon State University, which has a great uh, college of forestry. And he got about 25 uh, for freshman forestry students. But it'll do anything for 15 bucks, right? So they uh, scrubbed a uh, leaf of poison oak into their arm. And if you clean up uh, within the same day between an hour to eight hours it removes the oil and prevents the rash so that was the beginning of it um he uh, i got out of school here in the late 70s and uh, my younger brother Vern, who is now actually our chief science officer um he was selling we were selling just a few thousand dollars a month or a year of technu to like the forest service the highway department um park and recreation people like that and Bell Telephone and it took about three or four years but the uh, Bell Telephone company uh, approved it actually did testing on it at Bell Labs 
and uh, kind of a longer version of this. I was in the hospital with a ruptured appendix for a week. My mom came to visit. Mom and dad came to visit. And she said, hey, honey, I've got some good news. Remember Tech New? And I said, well, of course. She says uh, the telephone company called and they want to put it into 5,000 first aid kits. And I said, well, that's great, Mom. Did you get the guy's name? She said, well, not, not really. I said, well, did you get a phone number? She said, well, actually, I lost the piece of paper the message was on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, and I was totally uninvolved in the business at that time. So when I got out of the hospital, I started calling through the system and uh, called up to the head safety guy, a uh, guy named Nick Kirchhoff. And Nick said, yep, yeah, it's working great. We've actually cut their workman's comp claims from Poison Oak in half. So we we're pretty excited about that. And that was back before the divesting of Bell Telephone. And he said, you know, there's eight other divisions. Here are the names of the safety officers. I'll give you a recommendation. And we're off to the races. So that was back in 1982. Gosh, that sounds like a long time ago. Don't say anything. Um, <laughs> and uh, so here we are today. And so, you know, the old adage, 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. So we're <laughs> still paddling as hard as we can. But anyway, that's that's the genesis of the Tech New product. Well, and I, I know just from friends that live in Oregon that that stuff is everywhere and you can't go anywhere without uh, without running into it. And and, um, you know, we have a couple of manufacturers uh, that live not too far from you. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, I don't go anywhere without that stuff, especially, you know, this time of year all the way through August. And what's the season for poison oak and ivy? It's basically the growing season, right? Yeah. So uh, poison oak and ivy, it's not related to oak trees, but it's basically the same season. So the leaves are coming on now. Um, and it'll, you know, it'll stay luscious uh, through the spring and summer. Um, but the once it's a, it grows on a vine, and we can talk about that a little bit. But once, even when the leaves fall off, um, it's still toxic, and uh, people get exposed, like when they're cutting firewood or their dogs get out into the into the brush and get the oil on them, and they'll still, you, you can still break out 12 months out of the year. Geez, I never thought about the dog aspect. Your dog gets into it and then comes home and cuddles with the kids, and you have no idea what's going on. I never even no, thought of that. Yeah, that's a real typical way that people get it. And most, um, you know, everybody that has a dog, the dog goes outside. I remember one gal who was a friend of ours uh, who said she um, the rash kept getting worse on her. And I said, well, have you been outside in the park? She said, no, I haven't. And uh, I said, you're not getting exposed. You're not mowing the lawn. Your husband's clothes. Nope, not at all. Anyway, there she had a baby Labrador retriever that had found a hole in the run, and he was going out and wallowing around in poison oak. And they'd bring him in, and she'd hold him, and she oh kept gosh. getting exposed. Yeah. Oh. So the techno works on dogs too, which is a, a nice thing. You can use it as a pet wash. Yeah, that's my personal experience with it, too, is we have a canyon that's really good fishing. And, and every time I take my dog up there, yeah, he runs by the brush and then gets it on his coat. And even though I have waders on, when you go to pet him or when he comes home, yeah, it gets uh, everybody gets exposed to it. And, and that's kind of the deal with the tech new is you got to have some, you know, with you either in your truck or at your house so you can use it right away because the, that rash is extremely painful and irritating. 
Yeah, you're highly motivated to solve the problem. You wish you could die, but there there are only a few deaths from it. <laughs> and, and I kind of say that tongue in cheek, but um, the it, really very few people die from it. But uh, what they've either uh, it's in smoke inhalation, so like firefighters, it can be a really bad problem, or also choosing the wrong um, bush to answer nature's call when you're out in the. Uh, oh my out, gosh, out that would be. That would be miserable. I can't imagine. No, you you don't want to imagine it. No. Let's just change the subject now. Yeah, no kidding. Thanks for that. (laughs) So is the poison oak, is poison ivy the same thing? Is that the same same type of stuff? And poison nettles, does does Technu work with all those? That's a good question, uh, Brian. It's uh, poison oak, poison ivy, and poison sumac are the same genus of plant. The oil is exactly the same. So if you're allergic to poison ivy, you'll react to poison oak and poison sumac. Oak, if you can envision a map of the United States, poison oak is primarily on the left coast. um, And poison ivy is pretty much the rest of the country. Sumac is in spotty places kind of up in the northeast and, and the south. Poison oak and poison ivy look similar. Um, there's some ways to look at it. If you look on our website, we've got pictures of the uh, plant in different, um, you know, different times of year. The website's 1-800-itching.com. But, um, yeah, so the, if you're allergic to one, you're allergic to all three. Huh. I, I didn't but know now, back, back to your question on poison, uh, like nettles, it is, it does not work on nettles. It only removes the oil of poison oak and ivy. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, so that's how Technu, uh, how does Technu work? It removes the, the oil because, yeah, it seems like even if you wash with soap and water, um, you know, when you get that poison oak on your poison ivy, it doesn't remove it and you still break out in that rash. So how does Technu right. work to remove that oil? Okay. So uh, you, if your listeners have had poison oak or poison ivy, they'll notice that it um, it usually doesn't show up the same day in most people. It uh, has kind of a delayed reaction. Usually the next day it'll show up. Um, but it's the oil. It's the original oil from the contact with the plant, whether you get it directly from the plant, off of the vines, off of your dog, or off of uh, clothing or, uh, you know, equipment that's been exposed to the oil. So the oil doesn't go away. You have to actually wash it off. And um, when you do use Technu, it's a cleanser, again, like a, a great waterless hand cleaner. Um, but you have to remove it off of your skin to prevent the rash. Now, if you've got the rash, it'll, can, it'll look like it's spreading, which it is. That's still the original oil that you got from the plant yesterday or the day before. And that's what's uh, causing the rash to continue to spread. A lot of times, you talked about pets, a lot of times, because the oil doesn't oxidize, You'll have worn your boots out, and they've been in the closet all winter long. You pull them out next spring, and you get a poison oak rash, and it's because that oil doesn't go away. One of the yeah, one uh, story that we heard, we've heard a lot of stories about poison oak. There was a museum display somewhere uh, back in the Midwest, and they had uh, different leaves from the area, and they had a display of poison ivy. Anyway, the display got broken, and when the janitor cleaned up the 100-year-old display, sweeping up the poison ivy, he got a rash from that 100-year-old leaf. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
So it lasts a long time. So they say whitetail and cockroaches are going to be left after the nuclear holocaust to poison ivy and oak will too, huh? Yeah, there you go. Those, yeah, wonderful, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, and it does other. It takes oils off of from other stuff too. I personally know that. This you'll love this. I've told Steve this a few years ago. Uh, I was driving home with my my wife and I in, in her uh, her Yukon, and it was raining really hard, and we ran through a puddle that had that a skunk had got hit in it by a car in this puddle. Of course, you can imagine, it just took all that oil from the skunk and just splashed it all over the car. For like three days, we couldn't put the car in the in the uh, garage, and people were <laughs> coming up to our house telling us we had a skunk. And finally, I I, I said, you know what? I'm going to try and wash that car with the tech new. And it worked. Absolutely worked. took me a long time, but it worked. So I've told Steve this story. You'll love this, Steve. Two weekends ago, I went to the Wyoming Outdoorsman Banquet in Cody, and it's snowing when we come home. I mean, there's probably eight inches of slush on the highway. Coming home in the in the dark, my wife hits another skunk. <laughs> oh, out comes the tech new. Now, this time I videoed it, though. Out comes the tech new, and I, I got smart. I put it in a well, like a weed sprayer because it oh. splashed all underneath the car, and I and I sprayed it all underneath the car, let it set for 15 minutes, and then washed it off, oh. completely went away. Oh, no kidding. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. I was. So, But this time I got video of, of me doing it. <laughs> You're a creative guy. We should have you on an R&D team. <laughs> oh, that, that is wild, Ike. So, it, uh, so Technu then works to get the smell off from, from skunks because oh. all the, the tomato juice and all the stuff they tell you to use, it doesn't take the smell away if your dog gets into it or uh, oh. you get something. So Technu will actually take the smell away from, from skunks. Yep. We had a, we had a guy here, uh, works in our office a couple of years ago. He's a trapper and, uh, he came up on his trap, came around the corner and he had a skunk and it sprayed him. And I mean, oh. he's a big old burly guy had a beard and stuff. He took a couple <laughs> bottles, but he got it all off. <laughs> yeah. I've done that. I'm, I'm a runner. My wife and I run and uh, you know, when the, uh, during um, the winter hours, it's dark, and there's a family of skunks that lives down the road. And I've finally gotten smart to where they're at, but we've gotten hit, we've almost gotten hit two or three times. You know, you're running along, you go, "Oh, here, kitty, kitty, kitty!" <laughs> uh, bad idea. And then you find out it's Pepe Le Pew. You see this green haze sort of chasing you down through the, through the rest of your run. So. Oh no, those and they don't really run away from you, do they? Their their defense is to spray you with scent. So when you're running down a trail or a road and you run into one, you have to go around them. They don't go around you. Mm-mm. No, if, you know you'd think they'd be passionate, they'd be scared off. No, nope, they've they've got a pretty good system there. So um, we mentioned uh, thanks. That's a good story. We mentioned that technique works on pets. Another thing that's interesting, a lot of dog owners, you know, uh, like I've raised Labrador Retrievers and up here in the Northwest, they'll walk through the woods and get pitch on their paws oh, and, man. you know, kind of the hair between the paws and um, Technu takes, it breaks down that pitch. Um, you have to clean them off. You need to wash it off with soap and water afterwards so they, they can't lick it. But um, yeah, it gets that pitch out between their, whether it's on their, their fur or on their feet or whatever. I've used that as well. I've used it to get it off my pants when we go yeah, firewood. Right. Well, we first started the one of the longest time users of Technu 
the Techno Original is the uh, McDonald Forest management crew up here at Oregon State University, and they've literally been using it for 50 years. And they were the first ones that started cleaning their clothes, uh, their husband's clothes with it, <laughs> uh, and just putting it in, pre-soak it in a in a dish pan. Um, and then, of course, it because it's a great degreaser. Uh, if you get uh, you know pesto on your shirt or whatever other things, you can it just cleans it right off. Yeah, uh, I've I've seen guys use it with olive oil in, at sh- during show season. Mm-hmm. Get olive oil from eating bread or whatever on their mm-hmm. tie. It takes it right off. That's wow. called also, a, doesn't it that's work called on? A, that's called a souped up tie or a hot rod <laughs> tie. It's all souped up. <laughs> Does it uh, also takes grass stains off too? Doesn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. You need to cut check for color fastness. Uh, you know, so you, it, it yeah. may take the color out on some things, but. Um, yeah, for a degreaser, it really it really does the trick. And also, you know, for like you know the grease that drips off your car in your garage, uh, just uh, spray it on there and or leave it on there for a couple of minutes. Use a scrub brush, and it'll take that grease off. Kind of sucks it up out of the out of the uh, the concrete as well. That is <laughs> wild. And this is all one product that we're talking about, right, Steve? All with Technu? Yeah, it's all Technu original. Uh huh. Huh. Now, and we, so. We, same premise, it just removes the oil from that stuff, from like the grass stains, the, the pitch. Um, yeah, all of a sudden you start to mention in your garage where your oil drips, and now it starts to give me ideas when we're in construction, when we, when we stain concrete and that we're always trying to get the grease out. Um, yeah. we, we may have to start using some technique for that. Yeah. <laughs> you can get a 32 ounce size online, by the way. So, <laughs> you know, it's it kind of along those lines. Um, we got it. This is 10 or 15 years ago. A professor down at um, University of San Luis Obispo, which is the the heartland of poison oak. I've seen vines down there that are uh, like four or five inches through. Oh my but God. Um, he had done research on Technu and uh, said the combination. There's like a half a dozen ingredients in Technu. And he said um, he, he was curious because each one of the ingredients in Technu will help remove the oil of poison oak and ivy, but the combination is synergistic, and that's why it works so well. And I remember talking to my dad about that and saying, you know, wow. did you know that? And he says, well, he says, <laughs> chemical engineer, he, he said, yeah, he put a lot of thought into the design of it. Didn't think it, about it specifically for poison oak. He just wanted to make a great pain cleaner. So. <laughs> Anyway, it's kind of interesting story. Yeah, that's really interesting. All from uh, preparing for nuclear fallout. Uh, it's, yeah. it's such an amazing story of the company. That's wild. Yep. Um, well, yeah, and, and Technu, um, I know Ike has some stories about it, and you guys are also uh, revamping your line with um, your first aid, right? What's that product called, Steve? Yeah, so it, it's been on the market before, and I know Ike and you guys have used it with great success, called Technu First Aid Gel. Um, we're relaunching that in uh, the fourth quarter of 2018. Um, I'm not exactly sure the final name, but it will be called First Aid Gel, but it's an antiseptic-based wound care. Um, and it's interesting, it's uh, got the same, it's got benzothonium chloride in it, so it's a great antiseptic. But we added a couple of essential oils, uh, thyme oil and tea tree oil. And it just, it's almost miraculous. And I can weigh in on this on how quickly it, it cures cuts, scrapes and burns. Uh, the stories we've heard here 
are kind of ridiculous how how well it works. And I, I know all of our employees here have used up the final <laughs> tubes of the last stuff. But Ike, you want to share your stories oh, on this product? Oh yeah, we uh, we've been, I've been packing. Um, Steve sent us uh, some packages like the size of a ketchup package, and I put them everywhere. They're in my truck. They're, I take them. They're in my first aid kit in my backpack, the backcountry. Um, it, it works unreal. In fact, this just this weekend. I was working or my daughter was uh, playing gymnastics and got a really nasty rug burn on her knee about the size of, Oh, a dollar bill. And uh, she, mm. she, of course she doesn't know any difference. She's uh, grown up with the tech new first aid gel is they call it cream. Can I have some cream? And uh, I went and got one of those packages, the little packets, cause the, the big ones I'm out of the big two ounce bottles I'm out of. So I, all I have is these sacred packets I've stuffed all over <laughs> everywhere. Hang on to him. <laughs> yeah, I, I grab it. I go go give it to my daughter, Charlie. She's like, no, no, I want the other stuff. I said, it's the same stuff. It's just in a package. I put it, put it on. She goes, oh, yeah, that's the soothing I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> We've had Brandon, uh, his son, was in a – they were in a tent hunting, and it was really, really cool. It was like 10 below zero outside, and his son was about six or seven, I think, and um, was walking across a tent and tripped. And naturally put his hand out and put it on a red hot stove inside this wall tent. Gosh. And it was like third degree burns and, and um, just horrible. And he was able to, uh, you know, you can imagine the pain that the poor little guy was in. And he put Technu on it and the next, it allowed the, the, the pain to go away enough. It must have some sort of pain reliever in it. Well, yeah, it has lidocaine in it. Okay. In so, addition to the antiseptic. So it allowed him to sleep that night, and by the time they woke up the next morning, you know, it had already started to heal, and he kept applying it. In fact, he took, because of this, he took a whole series of photos uh, of, of his hand as it as it went along, and it, it healed, I mean, amazing. No scarring, nothing. It was, yeah. it's really impressive. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, it, it, it's, it really is amazing. By, um, so you get blisters, uh, pressure blisters from hiking around, and... Um, my wife has been amazed with it. She'll wear a new pair of pumps and, you know, get blisters the size of a quarter on the bottom of her foot. And you can apply the uh, Technique First Aid Gel to a, a blister that still has fluid in it. And within, I don't know, a half hour, the fluid is uh, absorbed back into the body. Mm-hmm. And by the next day, that the, the skin has annealed back to the original skin. It's like you never had a blister in the first place. So, I know that's a problem for when we're hiking and stuff. Oh yeah, that's the, I use I use the that's why I have it in my backpack is because of blisters. And like you said, it's amazing. It takes the fluid away, and then you the skin actually goes back and attaches itself, which I've never seen that any other I, way. I, I I took pictures of it one time because I couldn't. It was it was inconceivable. Mm-hmm. So and we're we think we know how that works, but anyway, it's a great product, and we're really excited to get it back out on the market again. That is wild, you guys. I am missing the boat on this Technu First Aid gel. <laughs> I have had guys even last year. I had one of my buddies come down for an elk hunt, and he came from Hawaii, and he blistered up the back of his heels so bad to where you know by the fourth or fifth day he couldn't even make it back up the mountain. He would have done right. anything for some of that first aid gel, uh, yep. and that stuff has built up pretty good following right uh yeah in our cap it has <laughs> yeah that's amazing in fact I, I this weekend uh 
I went online to see if there's any of those tubes left anywhere, and I found them. I found a place that's selling them for sixty bucks, one tube. I don't know what that retails for, but I bet it isn't sixty bucks. Oh, I think it was retailed for eight or nine bucks. So. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really got such a following. So yeah, like I said, we're really excited to get it going. We've got some other concepts around it, like a spray version um, and impregnating band aids. So we're working on some of those things in our product development right now. Wow. Um, and Steve, you can find that. When did you say that came out? Uh, so it's not on the market now. Uh, it was discontinued in 2017, about halfway through the year. And then um, so we're, we're redesigning our packaging, our trade dress a little bit. So we pulled it off the market and we'll relaunch it again uh, in Q4. We can talk about it again, but uh, just kind of if you want to go back to our website, 1-800-itching.com, they can uh, they'll find out when it's ready to go wow that's great yeah and so um on that website people can find out more about poison oak poison ivy find out more about tech new and then also look for that first aid gel coming out yeah of course we make some other things too yeah there's some interesting uh points of information on that on that website one of the things that um like it talks about uh you know how to clean equipment off um, so like, uh, you know, like a rifle or a chainsaw or a rake, uh, it tells you how to, you know, you saturate a rag and you can wipe it down. talks about how to, to clean your pets and, and so on with it. Um, one of the main uh, vectors for poison oak is in your truck on the steering wheel and on the stick shift or to the seat. So <laughs> make sure the door you handle, it. pardon me, the door handle. Yeah, the door handle. Some, you know, because that oil, and I might have mentioned this before, but if you took a leaf of poison oak and ivy and rubbed it between your finger and thumb, um, in fact, one physician did this, and you took a thumbprint on the back of subjects, you would get, you could do it 500 times, and on the 500th uh, fingerprint, you'd still get poison oak. I mean, the oil is that, yeah, it just keeps going and going and going. It's a, it's a pretty lethal product. Jeez. And then uh, some of the other things that's in, on there which are sort of interesting is that uh, 96% of the U.S. population lives within an hour or two of poison oak and ivy. So it's in every all 50 states except Nevada. It's um, not in Nevada. No. It may be along some rivers, but uh, poison oak grows below about 4,000 feet um, in altitude, four or 5,000 <laughs> feet, and uh, needs a little bit of water, a little bit of rain, but it is drought-resistant. <laughs> so well, I know I know where we have it is along like Brian was saying it's along the rivers. Right. That's mm-hmm. where I've ran into it unfortunately. Yeah, it's hard to kill like in your gardening. Uh, crossbow does a pretty good job, but it'll still come back cuz the root system will go underneath. So I've heard people using goats to forage on them and goats will eventually eat uh, kill them uh, kill the poison oak all the way down. So <laughs> another good use for a goat. There you go. Just exactly what you want. Not only a pack um, animal, but also eats poison oak. Yeah. And anyway, so it's just got some interesting stories on there. Okay, and that's on the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, that's great. I'm sure uh, you've had uh, some really good praise over the years because it's just a lifesaver not to break out in that rash or to be able to take care of that oil and get it off. Um, so I'm he- I'm sure you've heard from lots of hunters and, and backpackers and sportsmen that, that have used that product where it's really saved them. 
Yeah, it's really funny. Ike and I, uh, over the years, have uh, been to different sportsman shows. And, he, well, he's heard the people come up and just go, this stuff is fantastic. And they always want to share the story about, you know, how they used it and how it saved a wedding or bachelor party or, you know, a vacation. Because yep. uh, of the poison. It's yeah, vacation. That's always how it happens. The vacation guys, they they should. Oh yeah, we were out doing this or doing that, hunting or or backpacking or fishing, whatever. And I I don't know what I would you know. It'd have ruined my whole week of vacation if I had to deal with that. Well, yeah, it's good stuff. Like I've you know the like guys, especially in Oregon and in Sacramento, uh, they call it the white bottle. I don't go anywhere without the white bottle. <laughs> Well, and it's about being prepared too, right, guys? Like you got to yeah. have that stuff on hand, you know, that and the first aid gel for when it does happen or you do get into the poison oak because, yeah, you can't get it there quick enough when you do get into that stuff and start breaking out. So uh, it's about well, all of us having a bottle inside our truck, inside our uh, our first aid kits or inside our house so when we do get into it, we can take care of it. I'm impressed. I, the other thing that it doesn't have to happen – right away i mean you have like what is it up to eight hours of yeah to treat if you get into it now it doesn't if you if you start seeing the rash does it still work yeah because it's Cause yeah it doesn't yeah. Go away. so you can use it like most people don't realize they've got poison oak until the rash starts so as soon as you see the rash use technique clean the surrounding area and again it's that original contact with the plant that makes the oils uh, that's spreading so you got to get that off of your skin yeah yeah, it sounds like when you get into it, like you were saying, Steve, that that oil is um, it spreads so much that, yeah, you've got to go through. And when you do notice that you have some, you've got to clean that steering wheel and your seat and door handles and things of that nature to eliminate the problem. Or otherwise, you're going to keep getting into it all summer long. Yeah. And just be and curious where you got it from, especially in the middle dead of winter. It's like, in fact, somebody at church this yesterday actually came up to me and had their little eight-year-old kid, and they said, is this poison oak? And I said, yeah, it looks like it. Anyway, we, we tracked it down. They've got a dog, and, and the dog goes out and comes back in, plays with the kids. And here we are. We're still got, we're getting snow this last week, so med, still the end of winter. Oh, man. So, so what does the rash look like, Steve, when you start to develop that from poison oak? So uh, that's a good question. So it's an itchy rash. So it'll start to itch with just a little bit of edema or redness in the skin. Um, it, as it progresses, uh, as the days progress along, it'll start to, that itch can sometimes turn into uh, a fluid-filled blister. Um, and then once, if it gets really severe, those blisters will uh, break. The fluid is just your lymph system, uh, its response to the allergic reaction. Um, once the, it gets to that state, the Technu original won't help because um, your body's already is trying to get rid of that uh, contaminated skin. Now, we do make another product that's a medicated poison oak and ivy scrub called Technu Extreme that's used, supposed to be used with water. Um, actually, it um, has scrubbing beads in it. So you'd use it like a, a, a cleanser again, but you can use it once the rash has started. Uh, and that actually stops the itching because it has anti-itch uh, ingredients in it as well. Now, does that stuff only work? Will the extreme work on uh, skunk and all the other the other things as well? It, it Not as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, the Techno Extreme is really more for its a treatment after the fact. And uh, it, it, it works great. 
It is a good cleanser. Uh, my <laughs> my 16 year old daughter, she won't admit it, but she uses it for uh, a zit scrub, and oh. because it's got because it's really such a good cleanser to take the oils off. It'll take uh, the oils off, and it helps her zits. Wow. <laughs> so, well, when you live with a family of inventors, we we do a lot of different things around here that are not your typical <laughs> family. <laughs> well, and I grew up, you know, Dad wanted me to go into chemistry, and I grew up with a periodic table in the back of the bathroom door. So <laughs> two of the other kids got it. I went. In, I I decided to just go into business. So <laughs> <laughs> sounds like your brother. Uh, it 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 took to him though. Yeah, he's the smart one in the household. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that, that's so great. Uh, it, it's just amazing all the different uses that that product has. You guys just keep amazing me with uh, with all the different different ways you're using it. Now it's a, a facial wash, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I would have just known that. I probably had more dates when I was in high school if I would have used it like that back then. <laughs> instead, I was the guy that I had bruises all over me from girls poking me with a 10-foot pole going, ew. <laughs> oh, that's well, great. And that Technu Extreme has anti-itch relief, too, which has got to help once you start to get into the rash. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a it, it, the, so the difference. Techno Original is a waterless hand cleaner, so you can just put it on and wipe it off with a, a a rag or a paper towel. So that's the one you can use. Keep it in your truck, and as soon as you get back while you're still out in the field, you can use it. The Techno Extreme is the scrubbing with the beads needs to be used with water, so you can use it in a sink or a lot of people just keep it in their shower and when they come back in from you know working in the yard or going for a trail run or whatever they'll just clean up with it uh, using it with a shower mm-hmm. gotcha yeah it's it's just about having that stuff on hand i think for when you do get into it there's just um like you say that the usps they can't get it there quick enough when you get into that stuff you want to make sure that you get it cleaned off and get the oil cleaned off and you can get it at like you can buy this. Walmart has it. I've seen it in Walmart here. Um, yeah, it's on the shelf most most places, right? Yeah, yeah. Most, in fact, all the drugstores or uh, uh, mass marketers, Target and so on, and Cabela's uh, can get it as well. And if they need to find a store locator, again, they can go to our website and and find out where uh, the store closest to them. Perfect. Good. Well, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you've used it while you've been trail running, Steve, uh, that uh, it seems like when you're running those trails, I'm always running in shorts, and it seems like I'm always <laughs> brushing up against that stuff. You know, That's when I seem to get it the most. Well, about three or four years ago, uh, my wife and daughter and I, she was probably 12 years old. She was running in Girls on the Run, and we did a trail run for Girls on the Run here, and um, is up in uh, the Bald Hill area, which is a lot of just lush undergrowth. But there's a nice, clear uh, trail. We're running along, and it was just perfect time of year. I think it was in the fall, so the poison oak and I was just starting to turn color, you know, that bright red, beautiful. And I'm just pointing out, oh, man, there's some pictures. There's some poison oak there. And about 15 minutes into the run, she said, Dad, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only guy that would point that kind of stuff out. And I said, well, we're coming back getting pictures. But, yeah, it's all it's always in the brush. You know, like tree stands. When uh, I've done, I haven't uh, done any bow hunting for years. But, you know, you get up in a tree stand, and in it's fall, so the leaves have fallen off. 
But those vines that are growing up the tree, um, you need to be keep an eye out for those. The, I don't know if we've talked about this, but the, the vines themselves, so kind of how to identify it. If the, the some of the things you'll remember about the leaves, if the leaves are still on it, um, the sayings to remember are leaves of three, let it be. Uh, another one is hairy vine, no friend of mine. And then uh, berries white, take flight. So those are kind of descriptors of what the plant looks like. The vine uh, grows up. Uh, it can be either be a climbing vine or it can be a low uh, brush, a bush. One of the reasons why it grows uh, along fence rows so much is birds can eat the, that white berry. And then when they land on the fence row or on the telephone line, uh, they'll, you know, they'll take a poop and that berry propagates the seed. And so that's one of the reasons why it seems to be a fence row kind of, uh, kind of bush. Huh. It can, it can grow in the full sun. Uh, and so it ends up being a smaller shrub. Or if it's in the shade, I've seen uh, trees like oak trees where the whole oak tree is completely full of uh, poison oak because it'll just climb up it and, you know, eventually uh, choke out the plant, the, the tree itself, yeah. Uh, it seems like I always find it with my skin instead of my eyes. <laughs> That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had, a, I had a, a camera guy that used to work for us that uh, went to school in Oregon. Him and his some of his buddies in college decided they were going to go camping, and uh, they weren't from Oregon. They were from the Midwest, and ended up burning uh, poison oak for their campfire, and they all all went to the hospital with oh, yeah. inhalation. Almost killed a bunch of like three of the guys. Yeah, it's and it's it's serious. I've, I've heard the other thing where people have used it around a campfire for a hot dog stick. Oh geez. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's a really bad way to adjust it. That <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah, you'd have it on your hands plus down your. Oh boy, yeah, that wouldn't be good. That would not be good at all. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, um, yeah, I sure appreciate it, Steve. Um, you, know, you got such a great product on the market, both with the Tech New, the Tech New Extreme, and then um, the. We're really excited about the first aid gel coming out here soon. So, um, check you guys out at the website. You got anything for summer you're looking forward to? Any big trail runs? Let's see. No, we're the fall season is kind of when we do our half marathons, um, but. Uh, no, no trail runs, uh, no trail races. I, I'm getting to that age and grade where I, if I do a 10K, I'm pretty delighted with myself. So. <laughs> Good. So you tackle those half marathons in the fall when you get a little bit cooler weather, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, we're up here in Oregon. We're about 45 minutes away from Nike Town. So I just figured growing up, I just assumed everybody ran, but that's not the case. <laughs> I started here in the Northwest. That's one of the things I have enjoyed about the Eastman group is that you guys, because of, because you're athletic, you know, you're out hunting, traipsing around. A lot of you guys are runners and outdoor actives. Yeah. So that's awesome. Good job. Ike, Ike is my hero. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Your bar set so low. <laughs> you need new friends, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate everything you're doing. Well, we keep we keep working at it, and you know, you're we appreciate what the hunters have done over the years for our business. Um, we uh, one of the things that Technu, uh, the Tech Laboratories, but the Technu brand this year is sponsoring 
is Leave No Trace, which I'm really excited about. Oh, that's awesome. And some of your folks have heard know what the Leave No Trace group is. But basically, you know, up here in the Northwest, we want to keep it for our kids and grandkids. Yep. And uh, just being really thoughtful about how we use uh, the natural environment. You pack it in, you pack it out. And yeah. that's something we're very, very proud of here at Tech Labs. So. Yeah. yeah that's well, I know that we're a proponent of that for sure. Absolutely. There's nothing worse than when you get out and you see sign of somebody else being there. And so, yeah, it's, uh, uh, good programs like that. And then all of us doing our part, you know, even when we're, you know, when I'm out on a trail run, I still have a spot where I can stick garbage or if I'm out on the hunt, you know, I, you know, mm-hmm. not that I run into a bunch, but boy, if I run into a cannon, plus I, I have a, like, I, I think it brings a little luck or a little karma. And so I, I've got all my buddies buying into it, too. So we almost race for a beer can nowadays if we see one. <laughs> it's karma building. Yeah. Is it an empty beer can or a full beer can? <laughs> it's like uh, last race I ran, a gal had a T-shirt on and it said, I thought they said rum. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Those, uh, those runners are such a great community, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Thanks again, Steve. We really appreciate it. Uh, Tech New, make sure you guys go out and get a bottle and have some in your, your medicine cabinet or in your truck uh, for uh, that inevitable moment when you get into that poison oak. So thanks again, Steve. You bet, guys. Thanks, Brian. I Good to talk with you guys. Yep. You too. Hey, guys. Uh, that's a wrap. Um, fun conversation with Steve Smith. Um, yeah, it's just an amazing product. It's so interesting that Technu was developed for nuclear fallout back with the, um, you know, when we were having, uh, you know, when it was us versus Russia back in the day when we had all this conflict in the Cuban Missile Crisis, and um, that was real. I like I watched this documentary and just realized how little I I knew about that. Of course, you know, it was before my time, but. Um, what a stressful situation as a country, and I'm sure some of you guys can relate. And then, you know, I, I've just been learning about it, um, uh, the buildup and uh, Vietnam War and um, uh, just uh, just just everything that went into it and the, the state of our nation back then. It's just um, a wild story. So it's been pretty interesting for me. I've been um, watching that. But, yeah, uh, Tech New, great product. Uh, they also have, they're relaunching their first aid gel which is just great for blisters and, and for our first aid kit. I need to put a better first aid kit together. Um, I'm such a minimalist that I hardly take anything, but gosh, an accident can happen so quick. I saw on um, somebody's Instagram, I hope I quote this right, but I think it was Mountain Cowboy's Instagram, and uh, he was out on a solo backpacking trip, and um, I think he slipped off a log and came down on a branch, and I mean, it ripped his leg open. It was gruesome looking. Yeah, I don't know how many stitches he got, maybe 30 stitches. He had to walk out a couple miles and drive to the hospital, um, but it just ripped his leg open. But it, it just makes you realize, like, how fragile we are as humans, you know? Yeah. You know, sometimes I, I feel like a superhero when I'm running and I'm lifting and I'm so athletic and, um, you know, and, and mental strength is like this superpower where if you believe you can do it, you can. And um, But it, it only takes one accident, one slip, one fall, and even trail running. Like, I've had a couple rocks that I've kicked where I almost go down and just would scrape the whole front of myself. And I have taken some spills on long runs, um, nothing bad, but... 
uh, an accident could sure happen quick in the backcountry while you're trail running. So I, I also think like those Garmin um, inreaches are so important to have, especially if you're hunting solo where you can reach out and get a text to help if you need to because, uh, you know, we we think we're invincible until we're not, until something happens and, and just always good to be prepared for it. So, um, yeah, it's just as you, as you get a little bit older, you start thinking about those things. Um, you know, how quick accidents can happen, especially like Mountain Cowboy. And he got it stitched up, and he's going to heal up fine, didn't do any major damage or anything. But, boy, what a gruesome-looking cut. Uh, if I did that to myself, you know, I'm, I'm sure I can keep calm and I can get myself out of the woods. But, man, oh, man, I mean, it, it was just like a flap of his leg open. You could see his muscle, and uh, you could see everything. So um, we got to keep safe out there. We got to have some sort of a first aid kit put together. Even like for me, if it's only tape and tech new first aid gel, you know, it's just better, better than nothing. Um, you know, just where if you do come across and have something happen, you can deal with it and take care of it. Also, like the allergy medicine, too, is another one. Um my cousin, he about died over there in Washington riding his bike. I think I told you guys about the story, but riding his bike and he got a bee down his shirt and it stuck him twice. And I think because he was riding his mountain bike so hard, he had his blood pumping and really moving through his system. Well, they were back where they didn't have cell phone coverage. He had a buddy with him. And uh, all of a sudden, his throat started to swell up and swell shut. And he's a, a firefighter paramedic. And um, so he's trained, but he said he just had to calm himself down and focus on his breathing. But it was like he was trying to breathe through a straw. Throat was swelling shut. And at one point, he was going to send his buddy Matt for help. And, and he thought he might just die up there. So he didn't even know he was allergic to bees. But just just carrying some, some allergy medicine, some Benadryl that would help take it down, some Advil. Like, I don't take um, Advil very often, but like that. That other day, I don't know if you guys listened to that last solo episode, that two-parter, but I pulled my back out a little bit and then took some of that Advil. Um, boy, I mean, inflammation, it can sure take that down. And you don't want to be on a steady diet of it or anything, but you never know what's going to happen in the backcountry. You tweak a muscle, tweak your back, tweak your neck or something where, you know, taking some of that stuff may get you out of the backcountry. It might just dull the pain enough to, to be able to hike out. So I always have some of that in my kit as well. Um, so yeah, just, just trying to, you know, the, the backcountry mantra, you just got to be prepared for anything. And that includes, um, the first aid kit, you know, we're out there. I mean, your, your, your safety is in your own hands when you're on a hunt like that. And, uh, you have to make sure that you make it back to your family and, and, uh, live to hunt another day. So just, to uh, make sure you're prepared, but thanks for tech new for sponsoring the podcast and for Steve Smith for being on, uh, sure. Enjoyed talking to him. And, uh, yeah, with that, um, yeah, let's close this thing out and, um, gosh, I got, uh, about a week and a couple days left and going to fly out. So getting super excited about my hunts and come back from that and, and right into, uh, Nevada mule deer and, um, man, it's, it's just gonna, it's gonna be a really fun season. So I, I can't wait to cut these legs loose and, 
and get that bow out walking around country. It's it's going to be a fun season. I know you guys are getting prepared as well. Um, so good hunting to you guys this year. Um, keep working hard. The time to improve on your skill set, your fitness, your shooting, your mental strength. It's all right now. Uh, once season starts, you know that's that's the level you're at. You know, and so um, work hard to improve everything you got right now. So when you come into season, you can find that find that success that you're looking for. So. Thanks as always, guys, for all the support. I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll check in with you next week.